me, I liked it because he was just trying to protect her. He's like, no, I'm not leaving her with this crazy man. Yeah. Why? You had a problem with that? I do. I do have a problem with it. What? I actually have two. My my main two flaws in this episode are in this scene. I have two flaws. This is the inaugural episode review of the Midnight Release channel. As you can see, my wife is here with us instead of our normal co-host, which you have not seen yet, which is my brother. But as he is lame and doesn't watch Better Call Saul, I have to have my wife. It's not. I, it's not his time yet. It's not his time to watch it. And that's <laughs> fine. But he'll come to love it. Um, but yeah, we're doing season six, episode eight, point and shoot. This is the second half of the Better Call Saul uh, finale, and we're gonna be do- finishing out the rest of the show. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. So, just to give a little background on us, Breaking Bad is my favorite show of all time. I think it's pure art in cinema, to be honest. <laughs> and um, Better Call Saul does not dilute Breaking Bad in any way, uh, for those who don't know. And we are getting started with a banger here in the, in the last finale, which is what I expected. I told you this. Yeah. I said, um, I think the flow of these last six episodes, I believe, right? Six? Yeah, yeah, I think I, so. Yeah, the last six, I felt like we're going to follow Breaking Bad pretty closely um, because they've both, even though Better Call Saul has one more season than Breaking Bad does, I just felt like they were going to follow the same arc as Breaking Bad does, which they've kind of done. Um, in Breaking Bad, they, they ended that second, the first half of the last season with Hank's death, sorry, Hank's um, realization that Walt is Heisenberg. And then in this one, we saw Howard die in the last episode. And now we're seeing it immediately start running. And with Breaking Bad, it was just a constant um, speed run of just excitement. And that's what we've gotten here with Point and Shoot, episode 8. Uh, what, are you, what are you feeling so far on, on this episode? And this just episode, I was just not expecting to be how it was. But, I mean, like what you're saying, comparing to Breaking Bad... And how that ran through makes sense. But when I was going into it, I was I just thought it would not be as fast-paced. You yeah. know? Very stressful. But very good. Yes. I... I, I no. No, um, with... So we just finished watching Game of Thrones, which is <laughs> godlike, I'll say. Um, one, of, <laughs> one of the biggest things of Game of Thrones that is so solid is the fact that every time an episode ends with something good, it always starts with that storyline on the next episode, and they they don't always conclude it, but they make you feel good that you waited for that next episode. And I will say, I don't feel like Better Call Saul has that track record. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of times where I'm waiting for something, for the good thing to come. But this one got right into the action. Right into it. So, yeah, so this is... Sorry. We're also, I'm also going to mention how this is going to be formatted, as this is our non-spoiler first half um, show and review, and then we'll also be having a spoiler second half, and that will we will give getting into the details. Get more into the details. So we're not going to go into any details here, um, and this is how, the way every review will go. <clears throat> so, yeah, if you watched that last episode, it literally picks up where it left off, yep. and it keeps going. And as soon, sorry, it doesn't immediately. It starts with the opening. Um, scene that's not, um, which we'll get into later, but 
right after that, it starts off and it just keeps going. You don't, it never wavers, which is great. And one thing about the episode two that I just love about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is how the plot is in every episode. Like, I don't expect it or I don't predict it easily. It's just well thought out. I'm like, that is just so clever. Mm. And that's how I felt in this episode, I felt. And certain things that we'll talk about in the spoiler part, but... Yeah. Mm. Um, so... So, right after the show, the episode ended, give me your immediate thoughts. Without spoiling. Dang. <laughs> dang. Just dang. <laughs> like, that. What? that's how, like... How do you say it? I don't know. I just felt like, seriously, it ended. I'm like, that happened. Okay. Like, it just happened fast, that whole episode. I felt like it wasn't 40 minutes. It's usual 40 minutes or an yes, hour. Yes. How long is it? Yeah. But, like, it felt like I watched a 30-minute episode. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? And I think I had to think about every part and, like, scene in the episode mm. to, like, for it to really hit me again. I'm like, wow, that was crazy yeah the the one knock i have on better call saul compared to breaking bad is um i do feel like better break better call saul um thomas schnauss i believe is his name or peter gould one of those he is now the co-writer and director with vince gilligan while breaking bad vince gilligan was the creator and he was the sole uh, person and i feel like with the new um new director and writer, I feel like this show has been a little bit more visually appealing um, and more realistic in a, in a way. Um, and let me explain. I feel like Breaking Bad had a lot more highs and they didn't, they weren't as in tune with trying to make every scene visually appealing and, um, what's the word? Slow. There's a lot of slow moments in Better Call Saul. Right. And I feel like they do this for the fact of just kind of making it look pretty. You kind of see every little detail. Um, and I'm not sure if that's because they have a lack of story to tell. And right. they have to fill up the time. Or if that's just the way he likes his shows. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know his work other than this. No. I but, feel like, too, also, like, Saul is Jimmy first. So I feel like it's more slow because he's not full out Saul like in Breaking Bad. So maybe it's kind of slow too in that kind of sense. It's just a whole setup of how he becomes Saul Goodman. You know what I mean? So I can see that being a factor as why there's like some slow parts in this. Yeah. In this show. Uh huh. And I was I was saying this because um, this episode was not that way. This episode felt oh. a little bit more like Breaking <laughs> Bad, where it was that a little bit more high adrenaline pushing through um and that and that felt good because there i'll be honest this last season um there's been like about four episodes three episodes in the middle of the last six the last half that were a little slow and i just felt like they didn't need to be so detailed on what they were doing that's my knock so far but this episode was not that way at all i did like the last episode though yeah last one was good i'm saying those three four too slow they didn't need to be there i felt like it didn't Mm. develop the characters enough I feel like in Breaking Bad, when they had, like, is it season two, when Walt is not cooking for, like, four episodes? I'm just, I wasn't that bored during those scenes. I feel like they were developing things. They were causing stress to accumulate. But in this show, I just feel like they just, it doesn't feel that way at times during the slow moments. Um, but, yeah, 
this was not that way, which is awesome. <laughs> so, let's get straight into the review now. Um, here's our quick um, bio for it, I guess. So, it picks up right where it left off and continues running in an authentic gangster style. Ending in an <laughs> enthralling storyline as we embark into the unknown. Take that with what you may. Try to foreshadow what you believe off that if you haven't seen the episode already. Um, but that is my best explanation for this episode. I like it. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I think it's great. It's great, yeah. Can't so, say too much. Yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes, um, they have 13 critics who have reviewed it so far. And they have given it 100%. Up to this point. Which I don't think is... I don't agree That's with. That's interesting. I don't think it's a perfect episode. Um, however, for Midnight Release, we give this episode a score of 92. And our our entertainment factor was a 94%. Um, for To try to explain this a little bit, I believe if this episode was placed in the Breaking Bad universe... It would have been higher in both in both regards, as score and entertainment. Um, but we know how the things end for the most part with most of the characters, and we lose a lot of the excitement throughout it, as prequels just don't have the same oomph that a main story mm-hmm. show has. Agreed. <clears throat> yeah. So honestly, I could see this episode being a 95, 97, if this was in Breaking Bad, where every character is open to die. Yeah. But we just... Most of the characters we know aren't going to die. Um, which really brings down the stress. And then entertainment. It, the entertainment was a little higher than I believe the episode was deserving of a score. Which is why we gave it a 94 out of 90, instead of 92. Um, as it is just one of the more high adrenaline episodes that Better Call Saul has to offer. Yeah, because I don't think in that in this episode there was really a slow moment, was there? At mm. least not that I can recall. Well... Technically slow, but not slow because you're interested what to say with that. Because it's all yeah. in the same, yeah. like the same. Like we line. didn't find it slow, right? But someone might, but true. Yeah, it wasn't like Tahajali on Breaking Bad where it's just constant. No, it wasn't like that. Mm. Not every moment, but it was great for every Breaking Bad fan. So there's our review, um, and this ends our non-spoiler half of yes. the episode. If you want to watch the spoiler half after you've seen it, or you want to go into it now. The video will be right here to the left. <laughs> okay, here is the second half, spoiler half, and we are excited to go into the plot points. And I'm going to go through them and we'll give you our thoughts on them. So first off, it starts off with the car shot on the beach. Classic Better Call Saul yep. episode, uh, scene. Um, extremely slow, just like showing every little minute detail, like I was explaining in the non-spoiler half um a little car, foreshadow yeah a little foreshadow i will say this was not shocking and i we both completely guessed it what happened i mean right they basically give you the truth by showing the license plate and the shoes right yep um and we already know Ho- howard's dead so we just assumed that they framed that well i guess the only... i guess it was mm-hmm. go on i guess it wasn't really foreshadowing it was you know just they in showed the fact that, that point. yeah i guess there you go okay but it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like, I felt it was a more of like Howard's dead and this, you know. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing but crazy. really good and very visually pleasing. Yeah, yep. that's what it was. Um, but yeah, we completely guessed it. Uh, actually, sorry. 
Um, that's the wrong word. We we did guess wrong. We we thought we thought Jimmy and oh true Kim were going to make that step, take that leap towards even furthering Howard's name in the gutter by pretending to that he killed himself. That's what we thought. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't that bad, and that would have been a good storyline to show how bad they've gotten and maybe pushing Kim even farther in one direction. Um. So we did guess that wrong, but. Just a very classic Better Call Saul scene. Okay, second scene is Lalo telling um, Kim to kill Gus. And, um, yeah, and then Jimmy um, changes his mind and tells Lalo to have Kim do it. Now, that's the thing I wanted to talk to you about. Hmm. Are you fine with Saul pushing this onto Kim? Does that make sense? Do you like that? Not 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 as like did the writers do good, but just what happened. That, yeah, that happened. Being like a part of the storyline in the world. Yeah. I liked it. Just because if I was that in in that situation, I would have thought if I leave her, um he could kill her like and I could come back and she's dead anyways. Like like there's nothing stopping Lalo. Like Lalo would not care. You know, if he killed Kim or not. So to me, I liked it because he was just trying to protect her. And he's like, no, I'm not leaving her with this crazy man. Yeah. Why? You had a problem with that? I do. I do have a problem with it. What? I actually have two. My my main two flaws of this episode are in this scene. I have two flaws. And I'm excited to share them with you. Yeah, what? Do you not like that? Um, Taking care of So I don't like it at all. I'll tell you why. Um, What does Lalo have... Why would Lalo kill Kim? Necessarily? Right? Secondly, the odds of Kim mm-hmm. getting out of that situation um, mentally okay, in, in, in line with the law okay, um, oh. endanger herself. Like going through with killing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Um, I feel like there's actually more danger to her soul to her soul and like cops getting her, you know, yeah, and being in jail for the rest of her life for killing a person, I feel like that is worse than, and I feel I feel like he should have been the man and done done it. That's what I think. <gasps> I like. I mean, I'm not saying I have a problem with the writers doing it that way. Right. But but like my that's my flaw with Saul in this in this episode in this scene is I just I don't feel like he should have threw her under the bus. He was. Making a gamble. He was... Because he just killed Howard. So, like, the whole time that he's known Lalo, he hasn't seen him do anything like that. He's always just seen Lalo as a threatening dude, and he knows he can do some bad things. Yeah. But never to him. He just killed Howard. So now he's like, this guy is angry and, like, has an agenda. So I think he was making a gamble. Leave Kim and possibly Kim dies, or... I think he gotta just choose the worst of the two. I think one's worse. (gasps) I do. Then Kim being dead, possibly just being dead. Well, who says Kim wouldn't die? Who they don't know what type of person that man is. Lalo said that he's just some ordinary man, but no way they believe that. Oh, no, no, no! Kim dying, being left at the apartment. Yeah, but or but I'm saying Kim dying. Possibly there. Oh, I see. Or being taken in jail and being put on trial for killing someone that she can't deny, and having to deal with the guilt of killing someone. They were in a pickle, man. I feel like Saul didn't... I mean, Saul cares about 
Kim, obviously. Yeah. And he, he, he is he is thinking for the best of her interest. But I just feel like the that man the man video. should have done that. Wow. Honestly. And now gets into my second flaw. Okay. Okay. And I don't think Better Call Saul has very many flaws at all. Um, my biggest flaw overall is just the slow pace at times. That can be boring. Um, I mean, I'm never bored necessarily, but this slow. But in this scene, it's very reminiscent of episode two of the entire show. The second episode of the entire show. And it's one of my biggest flaws in the show when it first happened. Because I just don't believe it. I get that. I feel like they did Wait. it for the writing. Here, I'll explain. Okay. I feel like they did it for the writing to help show, display who Saul is and how good he is with his words. But the scene of Saul in the in the desert with Tuco, with the two redheads with their who eventually had their legs broken. The scammers. Yeah, there. the scammers. The scene with Saul explaining to Tuco why why they shouldn't kill the scammers but just break their legs right this that scene felt forced to me that is not Tuco's personality to like um have the idea to go kill these guys and then like keep listening to Saul oh, and like just the way okay. Saul acted in that scene oh sorry Tuco acted the way Tuco acted in that scene did not feel like his character if I'm being honest sure but it wasn't badly put together because like Saul made the points of like no yeah the writing was good yeah I honestly felt like well the dialogue sorry the dialogue was good I felt like the writing was not great to be honest I felt like the way Tuco acted was not his character he would not like go like just go try to kill him and then like stop and listen to Tuco to, to Saul yeah. and see his thought like why not blah, blah, blah. no he would do it he has no regard he's a maniac yeah he's a maniac and then <laughs> so that's that. That was my flaw. It just felt didn't feel right to me. And then in this scene as well, Jimmy's like, uh, "No, let 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 Kim do it. She she should be the one to do it because of blah blah blah." And then and then Lalo, the dialogue was good again, but it's the way to, he acted. Who? Lalo. Okay. Lalo's like, "Ah, fine, do it. Let her do it. Give her the keys. Let her go." And I was like. So Lalo has a specific you... reason in mind for him. He's not gonna. He's a freaking thug. He's a gangster. He's a Salamanca. No, no, no. Just as Tuco is. Okay, but why would they change their mind? And be like, oh, I guess that's well, not the way they act. Well, because he, I'm, because I'm sure he contemplated it and was like, I don't care as long as someone goes there to show, because he, obviously was just trying to get make a distraction, to pull. The bodyguards away from like the laundromat and from Gus. No, I get it. I know. Mm. And so I think he's like, you know what? Who cares who actually goes? Like he's just no, annoying. No, I yeah, me. I get the reasoning. It just doesn't feel right, especially the way he acted mm. in that scene. Just like his, just that one line he said where it was like, "Fine, I don't care. Just like do it. You're go. annoying." Type of thing, you know. Mm. It just didn't feel right. That's true. Let we, me know what you. Let me rewatch it and let me know because that's just the way I feel. It just both those scenes they feel like they pushed. The Salamancas out of their character to allow Saul to talk and get his way out of it and weasel out for his character. At the disregard of what the Salamancas are. But he is a more no, level-headed yeah. Yeah. Salamanca. Yeah. And we're going to give him his flowers later in the episode because, yeah, he's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, third. 
Kim was actually going to kill him. He was actually she was going to do it. I don't know. She was. Did you she, watch the episode? She lifted the gun to his head. Yeah. Oh, you know. Or you not say, to his head, you don't but know to the door. Pull it. But who knows? What if she yeah. just froze? They were gonna. They I were, don't know. They were foreshadowing. She, they were showing that she was gonna kill him. I know. That just shows how willing Kim is to do bad things if needed. You know. I feel like the normal. At that point. Yeah. If, at that point. I. If they hadn't done all yeah. that other stuff, I don't know if she would have had that same. That's true. Yeah. Like pressure to. And this is the beauty of Vince Gilligan and his writing. Amazing <laughs> character arcs, like just amazing. Um, but like, if you think to yourself and what a normal person would be, I don't really care what situation I'm in. I don't know if I could pull a trigger on the person. For me, you wouldn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. It would. I could not imagine having to do that. Yeah. Like I'm thinking right now. Okay, someone comes in here, gun to your head. Like go kill this person. I just. I mean, I, I want to save you, but just the the act of actually looking someone in the yeah, face... that's not in your mind. ...and pulling for... the trigger, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could. And Kim, by all accounts, was willing. And that's crazy. I feel like... Can I say... Yeah, yeah go. I feel like... I don't remember her name as an actor, but Kim... Rhea Seahorn. She... I loved how she acted in this episode. She did so good. Yes. And I want to say that would be my high... In the episode, my favorite part is, like, the whole her going and leaving and driving all the way up there to, like, um, getting to the house, being brought in the house. That whole time that she was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved it so much. Yeah. I was, like, feeling so bad for her. Like, yeah. And when she got so angry at Mike, saying, where were you? You said you were watching us. Yes. She's a so- so good. She's a showstopper. She broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say... I feel like she is the second best actor in the show. With first being? Chuck. Oh my gosh. Chuck is just a seasoned actor. It's so obvious when he's on camera how good he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Gus and Mike are the classics. Um, I don't think Jimmy is as great an actor as these others. Um, okay, probably but that his background comes you know, up in play. I mean, he's not bad. But yeah. I'm like, he's, he's not bad at all. Great. Yeah, he's great. He's just... You know, I think Chuck when is When you're just comparing in, yeah. him to But others. she is so good. I feel like she is one of the, the biggest, like, engines to the show. Yeah, just keeps I definitely think so, rolling. too. And Chuck just made you... Pissed. Hate him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Kim was going to do it. She was going to shoot that man. Um, so then, this is the second part. Kim is in the... Kim's in with the... With Gus's men... They're trying to figure out what she's going to do because Mike knows that she's not a bad person, so he wasn't going to hurt her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gus calls her. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the main points, which is why I wrote it down. Gus calls her, and I think this is going to be a jump start in future episodes because um, Gus calls and says, you know, what, what... Oh, wait. Why did you... Wait, what, what did he say, Freak. Anyways. Is it what did he say? Or no? <sighs> Sorry. But anyways. Lame. I can just tell you the main overall thought is Gus finds out that Saul talked Lalo out of making him go. That was basically what it was. Right. Um, and you can see on Gus's face, as soon as he gets that information, he hangs up and he has a thought of inquisitiveness. <laughs> <laughs> inquisitiveness. Um, and after that... I think this is going to be a jump starter in the future episodes 
if they start bringing Gus and Saul um, in some way working together, like maybe having Mike work more along with Saul, um, because maybe Gus now trusts Saul in a way. Not Sorry, trust the wrong word. Gus has some infatuation with Saul's ability to talk him to talk Lalo out of it. He's like, yeah. if he could talk Lalo out of it, I'm assuming this is going to take, this is going to be something that gets Saul more closely in tune with Mike. We know, okay. yeah, we know Saul doesn't get into that in tune with Gus because in Breaking Bad, Saul just says, "I know a guy who knows a guy," to to Walt right. about selling the meth. Right. Uh, so we know that they don't have connection, but maybe this brings Saul and Mike together closer. Mm-hmm. I want to say too before we go further into that. Yep. I just like the consistency of Gus's character that he called Kim instead of just walking up to her face to face. You know, because I feel like I'd be so angry and just so like running around the place to figure out what the heck is going on that you wouldn't think to not go up to her. But he's always like, I can't show her my face because he's a public figure and stuff. He has to always keep his identity low key. Never thought of that. He's always and probably to protect himself too. Who knows what Kim had on, or you know. Yeah. But he's he's always protecting his identity. He's yeah. always still being level-headed for the most part. He's always true to his character. Yeah. They got Gus down. <laughs> um. Next, Gus gives a great speech in the pit. So I guess before that, uh, I didn't feel it that much to say before that. But you know, Lalo breaks in. Gus comes in. Yep. He knows that Lalo's there. He had that feeling. Um, well, that's what I like, Lalo too. And Lalo kills the guards. Is, like, what I was saying, that Lalo is a more level-headed, like, the most level-headed of the Salamancas. Yeah. Because he knew that sending Kim or Saul to his house was not going to work. Yeah. He knew that um, Gus would piece together that he's going to the laundromat. I yeah. think so. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Like, he's just so smart. We can't, we and can't so... be solid about that, but it's almost certain yeah. that that's the case. I just thing. think he's very well calculated. That whole thing, I love how mm-hmm. that was all put together. Because I'm like, she can't go there. That's not going to work. She can't kill yeah. him. But it wasn't at all for that. It was a diversion. And I yeah. love that. Yeah. These have been, the these last two seasons have been the best because of the constant mind battles between Lalo and Gus. Which we never, yeah. which we never, oh, sorry, we do see it in Breaking Bad. Even though Gus yeah, always do. beats Walt. No, he doesn't. Um, I feel like Walt is more of just like an annoyance that Gus has to put up with. <laughs> yeah. Because he would... Mike, Walt does win, actually, quite often. Um, but, Walt, yeah. but Gus is always a threat still. Like, yeah. no matter yeah. how often Walter win, mm-hmm. won, yeah. But Walt did ultimately win. Ultimately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which Lala did not um, and then, so yeah, the great Gus speech. This was very reminiscent of Nacho to the Salamancas as well. Um, in the desert before Nacho dies, what? saying his last words to the Salamancas, saying "I hate you." Oh yeah, yeah, true. Gus does that to Lalo. Um, however, they were for different reasons. Gus did it just to save his own skin. Um, Nacho did it for. One last word of revenge before, you know, let him know. And that death I'm still sad about. Yep. Breaks my heart. That one sucks. The pits you right in the... Right here. In the feelers. <laughs> um, next, 
Yeah, Lalo's death. Um, right, he gets shot right in the neck. And I love that he's smiling. Perfect for his Iconic, character. I yes. know. Because, okay, wait. Can you tell me how Tuco died? Didn't he not also... Wait, how did he die? You don't remember. No, no? tell me. <laughs> I'm not an expert at Breaking Bad like you are, Sawyer. I've seen the show <laughs> ten times, by the way. And I've seen it... Once. Once, all the way through. I've watched up to season two one time, and then I start over. Yeah. I'm like it. I'm like a Breaking Bad infection. Yes. I just, I infect everyone. I, I've watched it probably six times with different people, all the way through with them. Yep. He pushed me to watch it, and because he pushed me, I was like, I do not want to watch it at all. All my friends were like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so persistent. I'm like, I'm not so interested bad. in this show. Anyways. Um... Oh, yeah. But, okay, no, yeah. Okay, Tuco. Tuco, Tuco gets shot in by the house where Nacho dies. Oh, right. Hello. Yeah. He gets shot in the stomach. Yep, I'm, okay. And then Walt and Jesse leave when Wait, they hear the cops. Get out because Hank... Yeah, the cops. Okay. Uh, Hank is coming. Sorry, a car is coming, not the cops. They hide. Tuco comes out of the pit with the gun, and then him and Hank fight. Go and off. then he gets shot in the head. Oh, okay, never mind. For some reason, I had the image that... He was smiling. Tuco also was smiling or something. But never so. mind. No. Back to this. Yeah. I agree. Love it. Yeah. What I a perfect it. ending to Lalo. To be outsmarted by Gus and just smiling dead. I mean. Mm-hmm. You hate him as a villain, but then you kind of like him. Like him like laughing while he's dying. Like, gosh dang it. Yeah. Like you just kind of like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've always liked him. I feel like. But he's like frustrating because of how. He thinks things through, too, and, like, one-ups Gus back and forth kind of thing, too. Yeah. Mm. That's why I hate him. I feel like... Um, here's my hot take for the episode. And I know my brother-in-law feels the same, so I wonder if there's anyone else out there who feels the same. I believe Lalo is the best villain in the entire Breaking Bad universe. Um, if I were to rank my top three... It'd have to be, ooh, if we consider Todd a villain, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll give Todd. him I'll give him three, but it's gonna be Lalo, Gus, Todd, and then Tuco. Um, the reason why I feel um, Gus is so good, but he is so amazingly consistent that like we always know how he's gonna act in scenes. After he cuts the guy's throat. That's the scene where now we fully know him. Oh and he's my never gosh, yeah. And he's never wavered from what he is. Nope. Right? Lalo is like just as smart as Gus, but with an edge of charisma charismatic Charisma. Charisma. <laughs> and and he's got that side of Salamanca where we he's a flying You just don't know. Flying dervish and he can do whatever the freak he wants at all times. <laughs> Um, and because of that, I have to give him the edge over Gus. Um, I do. I think Gus is amazing, and he's one of the greatest villains ever as well. But Lalo, I think I have to take the cake. And they mm-hmm. perfectly crafted his character to bring in that Salamanca genes, but then also make him genius. Like, you know, and so also, smart. he doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. Like, he yeah. was the one snooping around and doing everything. Yeah. Gus is the one that sends his people to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I guess he can't, because he can't look suspicious Lalo, yeah. as a... Mm-hmm. But he a is known per, a public person. Yeah, but. he's phenomenal. But yeah. Let's have a moment of silence for Lalo Salamanca.
I kind of half did it. He, he will be missed. I'll tell you that much. He killed Howard. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> oh. He will sorely be missed by me. As he was such a huge... Yeah. Like, it's sad like stressor, I... excitement, everything about... Everything about him was what was exciting. Right. Yeah. And that's when, like, there's so much left of the season. Yep. That I just was expecting for him to be towards the end. Like, his death being t- more towards the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Than right now. Yeah. But... Before you say what you say, okay. I'd love it because now we get, um, Kim has been with us since the beginning, right? She needs to have, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm making a call, you know, I think she will be the star of the last four episodes, whatever. Whether it's, you know, soon after now, soon after what just took place, and then also Gene Takovic storyline, she has to be the star of the last bit. So as soon as I realized, so after, right after, my initial thoughts after this episode were, dang it, I'm sad that Lalo's dead. He was so exciting. I want, I want him to end this, end the season. I said the show. But then I realized, this has all been about Kim and Jimmy. Yeah. This isn't Jimmy. This is Kim and Jimmy. And she needs to have her ending. Because every other storyline, every single other storyline is gone. Nothing, I don't think anything can excite us except Kim now. Right? Right, like, is the whole side of, like, Gus and them over with? Like, no, nothing else big and crazy I mean, is going to happen? I don't think so. You right? What's like, going to happen? There's no know. characters that... Yeah. There's no outlying characters from breaking from the Breaking Bad timeline to Redick Saul except Kim. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been dead or yep. taken care of. Yeah. And everything's in place for Breaking Bad to take place now. Now that they can build... Now they can build the thing, which they're probably going to show, I'm assuming... But Kim is the only outlier, and I'm glad we're going to get five episodes, yeah. at least, of hopefully seeing what happens there, because that's what I care about. I and I a, care more about that than Lalo. So. I had a crazy thought when I was showering. I don't think it'll happen. Okay, hit me. But, like, what if she is so um, just distraught and so affected by that whole thing of Howard dying right in front of her? What if she killed herself? That would be insane. I don't think it'll happen. I feel like Saul would not be as casual talking about his ex-wives. Or maybe not. Maybe he just totally turns off his emotions and Breaking Bad. Hmm. But I'm like, that would be crazy. I don't think it'll happen. Hmm. But what if? Because when... I feel like that'd be just a lame ending for her. I know. Don't you think? Yeah, but it'd be sad for us. Yeah, yeah. Which I just don't they think they're like gonna do, do it because that'd be lame. I know. It's Bye either thought. it's it's. I feel like there's only gotta be two ways. It's either she dies because of Jimmy, in some form. Oh yeah, but which, how? Which makes Jimmy act the way he does, or she She's lives, like, and we and Jean goes and sees her at the end of this or something. Who? Jean Tavik Tavik. Oh. No. Future Jimmy. Explain. <laughs> Future Jimmy. Fake Jimmy. Okay. In Cinnabon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's what I've been hoping for this whole time. I have to, has to, that has to be it. Yeah. That's the only way I see it. I will um, cry. And I don't feel like Kim is the the type of person to kill herself. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I, no. She's had a I terrible, honestly... terrible childhood. Uh, when things have happened bad with him in the past, she usually brushes it off decently well. Yeah. And well, like when um, Hank, not Hank. But this is definitely going to be a factor though, for sure. Yeah, I honestly don't did not think it was gonna happen. I was just like that would be insane. Wait, what? But the, her dying or her killing herself. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting thought to play through your head though. Yeah, but because like when Mike was telling them 
you need to act normal, you gotta go to work and do your thing, all that kind of stuff. She was obviously still in shock, but she was able to talk to like, nothing happened, you know? I feel like, I don't know if, if she couldn't adapt, I don't think she would have been sounding like that when she was talking, when she said that. Mm. But, I don't know. Yeah, she's always in control of the situation she's mm-hmm. in. Oh, okay. I was looking at a recap, like, video of this episode, and this person made a connection, or, like, the parallels of the name of the episode, Point and Shoot. Okay. Which I just, not that it's, like, some crazy thing, but I just love how Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, like, makes their titles connected to the episode, like, in a clever way. Like, yes. Point and Shoot, yeah. mm-hmm. there's, like, um, wait, what did I say? Kim going to kill Gus. Point and shooting at him. Okay. Gus, um, taking out his camera, shooting, oh. filming, um, yeah. Gus. Yep. Wait, did I say that wrong? Lalo filming Gus. Okay. And then, ultimately, Gus shooting Lalo. So three. So, like, three. three point Unless there's more, but yeah, I like that. And, this is another thing. Wait, was your first one Kim pointing at the door? Yeah. Door, camera, gun. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, I'm not that aware, like, all the movies and shows I've seen, uh, Better Call Saul is, they definitely, they put a lot of effort, no, Breaking Bad too. Yeah. They put a lot of effort in the titles. Right. I can't remember what the last title Which of the I other appreciate. episode was. Oh, I know. But that one was like, gosh, Ro- dang it. Every, every episode it had last to do time with- was like, and, roses and something, like, those, that type of thing. I know the last one had to do with Howard dying. And I was like, smart, but another parallel was, you know how Jimmy was tied up on the chair? Yep. Lala leaves him, and then he is trying to get out, struggles, and falls on the floor. Yep. And then you see him fall on the floor, and he's, like, looking at um, Howard dead on the floor. Yep. Is, like, a parallel to um, Walter falling to the ground when Hank's dead. On the desert floor. You know oh what I mean? Oh my gosh. Dude, that was. Like literally on his face. Uh-huh. That was good. I know. Yeah. Blew my mind. Uh-huh. They're too good. I, I, we need to... We did this episode too late. We're, we're going to in the future do these right after we watch. Um, but I'm trying to remember his face. When Howard? He's, yeah, no, Jim's face. Oh. J- Jimmy's face when he's staring at... You know, just like... What's his face? I just saw it and I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. But it, I don't... Was it, it wasn't... heartbroken? Maybe. I don't remember because then I immediately looked up Hank and Walter. And Walter was obviously sobbing. I know that one very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing with Howard dying is I never thought that the plot with like Jimmy and Kim and Howard... Or just Howard being in the show, and then the whole relationship with Gus and the drug cartel and all that stuff, ever coming together. Like, starting the beginning of this show, I never would have thought that Howard would end up dead because of a druggie, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Never thought, and it's so sad, because obviously Howard did not deserve it. Yep. He was just a decent guy. I never hated him. Maybe in the beginning when you thought he was a jerk. Yes, but yeah, when you when you are deceived by Chuck, you hate him. Oh but gosh. then you never hate him. Well, we never hated him after that deception is gone. When no. When your glasses are cleared of the 
deceiving, you're like, he's a good guy. Yeah, there's multiple has, times yeah. that he tries to be, like, the better person and mend things over with Jimmy and Kim, and they reject it, and they're butts, and they freaking ruined his life. Yeah. Crazy. And then to go to the very end of the episode, um, oh, yeah. Mike, Mike says, um, we're going to put cocaine in his car, and we're going to pretend like, you know... Um, Just like your story. React, yeah, that he's mm. dead. Thus further... Completely destroying his character. Yeah. He dies yeah. known as a drug addict that loved par- prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows, um, right, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad are very similar as in, even though this is called Better Call Saul, you could call it Better Call Saul Breaking Bad because it's still about characters Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's about Mike Breaking Bad. It's about Gus Breaking Bad. It's about Kim and Jimmy Breaking Bad. Um... And even though Howard... And even Skyler in a way, too. Yeah, all of them. Well, I'm talking about just better Sorry, right now. Yeah. yeah. Everyone breaks bad. Um, except Marie and Hank. Well, you can do it on and on. But, yeah. but Howard did not break bad. No. But the world believes he broke bad. Oh, that's so frustrating. So... I hate that. Yeah. Even though he didn't break bad, his character broke bad, thus fulfilling Breaking Bad's wishes of breaking everyone bad. Um, so, <laughs> Leave no man behind, man. Yep. Oh yeah. The okay. Um, I'm not sure how much this bugged you hmm. or the viewer, but I hate the fact that Howard is has to share a grave with Lalo. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I do not like it at all. I'm a realist when it comes to these type of things. I mean, it's just his body. He's dead. He doesn't need the use of it. I mean, but it's just the image of them together. Yep. Like. You know, in that scene, just think to yourself, um, my face is probably out of the screen a lot this episode. Anyways, I'll probably <laughs> keep it coming over here. Um, I haven't noticed, sorry. <laughs> um, the, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, Howard. Because yeah. of Jimmy's, I mean, it's hard to just blame this all on Jimmy because he just happened to be in the wrong place. It's not like he asked, can't, right. it's not like he asked Howard to come to a specific spot knowing he might be in danger. I mean, obviously it's, all his fault, really, but, um, but because of Jimmy's actions, Howard has to share a grave with a Salamanca, and he just, he's killer. And he's been going to a therapist. He got he's in the middle of probably divorce. He has his reputation on the line. Everything's going bad, and he has to deal with that, and that just sucks. And people will believe it because. The little of course everyone's, everyone's gonna believe it jimmy and kim planted yeah which I, I do want to shout out that that was one of the best scenes in better call saul the last episode mm-hmm. with his eyes touching the picture and them swapping out the pictures so good so good those are the moments where i'm like better call saul is phenomenal they're so creative in how they do these things so and so just, creative. Just a quick shout out to that scene. And you just feel so bad for the guy yeah. because he looks like a lunatic with yeah. freaking pictures. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah. I think that's one of the beauties of Breaking Bad is almost most of the time it's, unless it's Walt screwing over Jesse, most of the time it's Walt screwing over a bad guy. Yeah. So you want your root for Walt. But in this situation, Jimmy has been screwing over Howard so long and you know he doesn't deserve it, so you don't root for Jimmy. No. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a different thing. Um, however, there are a lot of moments where you don't root for Walt because you want Jesse to win. 
You don't want Jesse right. to keep getting screwed over, or his wife, or you know Hank, whatever. But right. But there, I feel like there's a lot more of don't root for for Jimmy in this one, because you care about no. Kim and you care about yeah um, mm-hmm. Howard, and you don't you don't you know they don't deserve that crap. Um. Okay, and then lastly, we already talked about cleaning up Howard, cleaning up everything, put him in the fridge. Um, and now we also have a conclusion on why Saul in Breaking Bad mentions Lalo. Um, this completely finished off that storyline as well. Because if you don't know, in Breaking Bad, when Jimmy's on his knees, <clears throat> he says, um, it was Lalo, no, it was Nacho. Right. Yeah, he, or, says, or well, he, he, just, he mentions both. He mentions Nacho, and then he says... Um, did, oh, did Lalo... Did Lalo send you, I believe? Something like, something that. like that. So you know, he mentions both Nacho and Lalo. He doesn't know that Nacho's dead either, but after this horrific experience, I'm sure Saul still has fear over Lalo, and Mike tells him... <clears throat> um, they ask, you know, what happened, and then Mike just says, it's done. Yeah, you don't... Or he, yeah, it's finished. Mike, Mike does not tell them that Lalo is dead. Um, so I'm assuming that's the last of that. Yep. And now we have closure on why Saul act said those things. Which means it's got to be so close. Oh, to him being... Breaking Bad has got to be so close. Yeah. Right? Or, I mean, I guess it's so horrific that he'll probably remember for years. Anything bad that happens. I know. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, they got out of it. So I'm assuming he thinks... Some drug dealers of him took him, and we're going to hurt him because, you know, he was the last one to see Lalo or whatever. Yep. Something some in that situation. Right. Um, but yeah, that's now closed on that. So did you have any lowlights? You probably didn't. I already explained mine. Yeah. The only uh, thing... Nothing really bad, so, I, you know, you don't have to. But. The only... This isn't, like, something that bothered me crazy. Just, like, kind of, like, question, like, oh, that's interesting, was when... Oh, Mike leaving Gus's side to go to Jimmy. I feel like... Mike should have stayed? Well, I feel like Jimmy wasn't, like, as big of a... Like, not as important. Mm. But I... I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Mike is usually the guy to go out and do things. It's true. I know. You're right. It's just... <clears throat> but I Gus feel like... never leaves. So that's all Gus. That's true. Yeah. I just felt like it was, like... And this was a different circumstance than other circumstances because they were, like, scrambling on their feet because they truly didn't know what he was doing, Lalo. Yeah. And then Mike's like, okay, I'm leaving. Like, did that thought cross his mind of maybe this is bad and maybe Lalo's going to come to us right now kind of thing if I leave him? It didn't bother me. I just just thought it was interesting. That's a thought, yeah. But, I mean, there really are no lowlights in this episode. Yeah. Because it's just, like I said, it's very... A very linear line storyline in terms of there's no side characters or side plots that are going on. It's just extremely, this is what's happening. It felt really realistic and just like right right off like the Like go, yeah, go, go, go. Go, go. Oh my gosh. That just like happened, so now this is going to happen. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, goodbye to Lalo. Um, and now, as we look into the future... The only nail-biter left for these last five episodes is Kim, really. And we've already kind of given our predictions that we think... We're both going to make the claim, right? She is alive. And 
Jean Takovic is going to go see her at the end of the show, right? Yeah, that's yes. my guess. Yeah. yeah. And however that happens, what's your, what's your prediction on the scene? What happens there? I don't know. Do they get together? See, I, I don't know if they... I don't know. They never do what I think is going to happen. Like, And yeah. I'm, it's not that I make great predictions either. Yeah. But Obviously, it's hard. I feel like their reunion will be nice and bittersweet. But I don't have an idea of if they will stick together or if Jimmy's... Well, that's the whole point. You just make a guess. <laughs> Obviously, we have, no, I don't we think have so. no clue. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Yes. And that is what I was going to say as well. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, just as I said before, I think the character, the story arc is going to be extremely close to Breaking Bad. And just like with Breaking Bad, uh, Walt leaves the situation when he goes to... Uh, where's he go? I know it, but I, I'm not going to think about it. Uh, when he leaves with the vacuum cleaner, and then he comes back... Is he not in, like, Maine? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Uh, when he leaves... And then comes back in the last episode. I believe they are going to have that same thing where um, he leaves, um, and i.e. Gene Takovic, and then we see the closure of him with Kim at the end. But just as Walt, he does not get to keep the girl. Yeah. Because someone like that does not deserve to have happiness, which is what Vince <laughs> usually does. Yeah. He doesn't let anyone bad really have happiness. I.e., that's why he lets Skylar, because she wasn't bad of heart. Um, she doesn't let Jesse die. Um, I mean, main characters, obviously. He'll, he'll kill good people who don't deserve it. Yeah. Um, just for the main character's sake. But, yeah, that's my prediction as well. Wait, wait. Are you saying that you think Jimmy will die? I'm not saying he's going to die. You just don't think they'll... He's not going to be kay. happy. Just as... I mean, Walt was technically happy. He won. But, you know, what he wanted... Exactly, like you know, being with Skyler did not happen. I know, but he succeeded in what he wanted. So there yeah, you go. taking care of his family. Exactly. So that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> not the drugs. <laughs> no. Um. So in conclusion, ninety-two out of a hundred, with an entertainment score of ninety-four out of a hundred, ninety-four percent. And um, before we go, do you have any guesses for the next episode? As well. I think. It'll be a slower pace, yes. and it's just going to be them trying to be normal like and act like nothing happened. I think that's what will happen. And just obviously seeing their struggles. Because, yeah, in the last episode, in, in, this, in this episode, Mike told them, you have to stay calm. You know, if anyone mentions Howard. Mm -hmm. You can't act yeah. weird either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if anyone mentions Howard, yeah. Yeah. just say that he showed up. Yeah. I mean, that's really left. the only thing we can go off of. Yeah, and I think that's what... Yeah. I'm sure they're going to show the stress of someone asking about Howard, and then they're going to have a moment of... Yep. Uh, and just, you know, like, yeah. their day just remembering that yeah. he's dead on the floor yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That's the only thing we can think of, right? Yeah. And I think... But see... I think they're going to have to show that further progression of Jimmy um, with his actual business. Oh. Getting the balloon from the Kettleman's... The yeah. I wonder if... I just feel like we're running out of time. Because they say Walt and Jesse's going to be in this. So I, I just feel like they're running out of time. And they got to get these stories progressing. Progressing to right. Breaking Bad timeline. I know, it's like five... And I'm sure they'll show the production of building the... Um, 
the super lab again. I'm sure they'll show that. Oh, yeah. Right? If not this one, then Or else one. we just assume yeah. that it's completed, obviously, because yeah. we know it is, but... Yeah. But I, would like I don't to see think that. they're going to give much to it. That's all I'm saying. No. They're just going to show just see. that it's almost done, like getting worked on, yeah. et cetera. So. Oh. Uh, oh, my gosh. What was I going to say? I wonder if Jimmy will be able to kind of move on from that traumatic experience of Howard dying better than Kim. Hmm. And that's what kind of leads Kim to not be I feel like they're both, wanting to stick around. Yeah. I feel like they're both really good at it. I know, but... Yeah. But it's it's interesting. It's the, I'm very... Like, that's going to be the best thing, is seeing how they react to Howard. Yeah, because I mean... And how their relationship is affected. Yep. Like, do, are they going to act completely like they have been these last few Like, seasons? trying to, like, faking yeah. it? Or, you know, are they just going to come home and, you know, watch TV and, you know... Or are they going to... Is there going to be some like kind zombies of... Zombies or something? Yeah. Well, because, like, he moved on from Chuck... <clears throat> not moved on. He was obviously still, he was hiding it, oh. but he hid it. And Kim was concerned. Like he hid his grief and his remorse for Chuck's death. That and Kim was like kind of worried about it. So I wonder if he'll kind of be similar to that. Yep. And Kim will be totally like, dude, we just saw him die and we ruined it. Like it's our fault, kind of thing. I wonder. I don't know. Maybe not. But mm. I don't get how they're gonna make these five last episodes like i mean i know they're gonna do it well, but i can't see them making it so interesting because this was like the big like well it's kim like we said you know i know but i, I think it's gonna be it's not gonna be as uh what is it, like shooty yeah you know it's not gonna be gangster like breaking bad ended <laughs> I, I don't see, i don't know how that's gonna happen um but yeah i'm just i mean for me it's kim i feel like gus i mean i'm uh, gus is dead to me in terms of this show and Mike. Like, I don't know what else we're going to learn from them. Um, but it's going to be Kim and Mike. I mean, Kim and Walt and Jesse. Because they're going to yeah. show them. If they're coming back for a cameo or I don't know Oof. how much they're going to be in it. I know. There's, I'll take any got to. I, I'm a, I feel like they've got to show some good stuff with them. Like, like things we didn't know in Breaking Bad. Oh, maybe. So those are the two things that I care about now. Because Gus just seems gone in terms of anything left for story. But, but, yeah, that's it. Um, so, next, uh, on Monday, we should be um, making an episode for that next episode. For episode 9, I believe. Yeah, episode 9. And then, the next Monday, we will actually be gone on our summer trip. So, we will be able to do that episode probably Thursday or Friday of next week for the next episode. So, this week we're good. Next one, we're going to have to wait a little bit for it. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe, and bless you. <laughs>